Good morning and welcome to our service from the Burnham Benefice for this October the 11th. This is our Harvest Festival where we remember and celebrate the gifts of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our forgetfulness of the needs of the poor and repent of the ways in which we waste the resources of the world. Lord, you give justice to those who are suffering and bread to those who hunger. Lord, have mercy. Lord, you loose those who are bound and open the eyes of the blind. Christ, have mercy. Lord, you watch over the stranger in the land and uphold the orphan and the widow. Lord, have mercy. We confess to you the lack of care for the world you have given us. Lord, have mercy. We confess to you our selfishness in not sharing the earth's bounty fairly. Christ, have mercy. We confess to you our failure to protect resources for others. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you. Pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. 
And so the collect for this Sunday, our Harvest Festival, Creator God, you made the goodness of the land, the riches of the sea, and the rhythm of the seasons. As we thank you for the harvest, may we cherish and respect this planet and its peoples. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our first reading is from Deuteronomy chapter 8. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with flowing streams, with springs and underground waters welling up in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land where you may eat bread without scarcity, where you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and from whose hills you may mine copper. You shall eat your fill and bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. Take care that you do not forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commandments, his ordinances, his statutes, which I am commanding you today. When you have eaten your fill and have built fine houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks have multiplied and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, then do not exalt yourself, forgetting the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness, an arid wasteland with poisonous snakes and scorpions. He made water flow for you from flint rock and fed you in the wilderness with manna that your ancestors did not know to humble you and to test you, and in the end to do you good. Do not say to yourself, My power and might of my own hand have gained me this wealth. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, so that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your ancestors, as he is doing today. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is from the second letter of St Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 9. The point is this. The one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And the one who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that by always having enough of everything, you may share abundantly in every good work. As it is written, He scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing 
and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for your great generosity, which will produce thanksgiving to God through us. For the rendering of this ministry not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also overflows with many thanksgivings to God. Through the testing of this ministry, you glorify God by your obedience to the confession of the gospel of Christ, and by the generosity of your sharing with them and with all others, while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God that he has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. This is the word of the Lord. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. And our Gospel is taken from Luke chapter 12, verse 16 to 30. Then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, what should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. And then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods, and I will say to my soul, O soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich towards God. He said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, they neither sow nor reap, They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And if then you are not able to do so small a thing as that, why do you worry about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, Even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not keep striving for what you are to eat and what you are to drink. And do not keep worrying, for it is the nations of the world that strive after all these things. And your father knows that you need them. This is the gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Creator God, you made the goodness of the land, the riches of the sea and the rhythm of the seasons. And so we come this morning to celebrate this in song, worship and thankfulness. But as we do so, let us remember just how little we know. As an illustration, I pose a question. 
Where do eels come from? These simple creatures have been enjoyed all over Europe, smoked, braised, in beer, that's Sweden, jellied, of course, I'm thinking of Breitlingsea, in tomato sauce, that's the Tilly, or maybe, best of all, in a pie, which is the speciality of Eel Pie Island on the Thames. But where do they come from? This actually is an old problem. Pliny and Aristotle had theories about it, but it is only recently that we have begun to properly explore the question. The eel, it turns out, like a butterfly, is a creature of metamorphosis. Gossamer larvae arrive from the sea, becoming glass-like elvers to swim up our rivers, and then they become a yellow-brown eel. I think that's the one in the pie. And finally, after an indeterminate time, which I understand could be up to 50 years or more, it becomes a silvery eel, long and powerful, which sets off back downriver to the sea. Now, the link between the head and the tail of this story is extraordinary. Where do these eels go? In 1923, after 19 years of diligent ocean exploration and eel fishing, Johann Schmidt, a naturalist, finally tracked them down. All European eels go to the Sargasso Sea, famous for its long seaweed. It's a sort of floating rainforest in the ocean off the coast of North America. And there they go, it seems, to breed. Although no one has ever seen them doing so, nor have any eel eggs been found, still less the larvae that finally return to the rivers to begin the cycle all over again. It is a mystery. A report recently from the Royal Botanical Gardens at Kew estimated that two-fifths of the world's plants are at risk of disappearing. And the shocking thing is that this is happening while we know so little. The report explains, among many other things, that there are more than 7,000 edible plants. But just 15, only 15, provide 90% of the food we eat. The head of conservation science at Kew put it in this way. We are currently utilising such a small proportion of the world's plants and fungi, be it for food, medicines or fuel, that we are ignoring the treasure chest of wild species. And so I wonder, going back to our reading, have we forgotten that the Lord provides? Do not exalt yourselves, forgetting the Lord your God who led you through the great and terrible wilderness, an arid wasteland with poisonous snakes and scorpions. He made water flow for you from flint rock and fed you in the wilderness with manna that your ancestors did not know. And there it is, how little we know. This present disease came from... We know not exactly where. Bats, pangolins, and we do not know what to do about it. It is a mystery. Yet Deuteronomy reminds us, The Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, 
a land with flowing streams, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, of olive trees and honey. Do not forget that the Lord provides. It is our blinked eyes that stop us maybe from seeing among the plants and fungi, among the products of the sea, the things that we have been given. After all, if we do not know where eels come from, how much more that we yet do not know should we be thanking God for? Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church, for the world. And let us thank God for his goodness to us. Lord above, we pray for your church everywhere, for our archbishops Justin and Stephen, and for all who lead and teach in your name. This week in particular, we pray for all who have been affected by the report into child abuse, most especially for victims. We ask for your guidance as the church puts in place all the things that need to be done. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father in heaven above, we pray for the whole world as we struggle against disease, war, poverty, famine and oppression. Be with the leaders of the nations so that they may truly forge their swords into ploughshares. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we pray for the lonely, for those who feel isolated from community, from friendship or from family. Draw alongside them, we pray. Lighten their hearts by their knowledge of your presence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
Lord, you have created the universe by your eternal word and have blessed humankind. We pray for the world that we may honour and share its resources and that we may live in reverence for the creation and in harmony with one another. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we bring to you all on our hearts and minds who are ill. And in a short moment of quiet, we pray now for your healing touch for all those we know. And in our benefits, Lord, we continue to pray for Jill Smith, recovering from a very serious operation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, our refuge and strength in every time of need. As we remember those who have recently lost a loved one or who approach the anniversary of a loss, we pray for your help and your comfort for them this day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Take from us, O Lord God, all pride and vanity, all boasting and self-assertion, and give us gentleness, simplicity and modesty. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And now we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May God our Creator, who clothes the lilies and feeds the birds of the air, bestow on you his care, and increase the harvest of your righteousness. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen.